All right, Justin, I need you to sing me the song that you would most like to do a strip to. <laughs> you caught me off guard with see, that one. See, I knew you wouldn't have a song for that. <laughs> what song do you have ready for us today, though, Justin? No. Man, do you remember that uh, that riff where the guy was talking and Jay-Z was the MC for this song? And it goes a little like this. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know it ain't where I'm in. It's where I'm about to go. And I just want to love you and be who I am. But with all this cash, you'll forget about your man. So give it to me. Yeah, give me that fuck, that sweet, that gushy stuff. But don't push me. Yeah, give me that fuck, that sweet, that gushy stuff. Okay, that's all I got. That's perfect. Yes. I thought you were going to actually sing like uh what is it love in the club by usher that's what i thought you or, were gonna do too I fell in love oh, with man, the that would have been good too oh uh, I'm in love yeah with the stripper. oh yeah that would have been good one too that would have no, yours good was good one. yours was good it had the the name of the movie in it it's perfect yeah so those were the routes i was thinking you were gonna go with that same but that song was the jam though that man they used to play all the damn time still does on some radio stations oh it does it, it, it sadly it's on the what the the radio station here that's like early 2000s classics and you're just like oh man i'm old it's really hard to make me feel old like musically but when they do that shit i'm just like oh fuck <laughs> that's so true because that song was that what was that 2000 2001 oh i thought it was it's around that time i i it's was been that I was thinking 2002 to 2004, somewhere in there. But still, man, that's more than 15 years ago. That's so crazy. That is unbelievable to me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the feeling that our parents had when they were like listening to the car radio and they were like, this is the music I grew up on. And it'd be like playing all your classics or your golden oldies. Yes. So, yeah, I just I guess we're starting to go through the shit our parents went through. Except I'm not as lame as my parents are when it comes to music and I still listen to new shit. Like Yeah, same. I actually know what a bop yeah, is. Too. And I mean it Cool. And I do think it's funny. Well, thank you for making me feel lame with that, Heather. No, I actually was saying that because I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. A bop? You don't know what a bop is? Maybe if you tell me what it is, I'll know. No, no, ma'am. <laughs> Maybe I just don't know that that's what it's called. No, you have to Google that shit. Oh, okay. Like when it, whenever somebody calls a song a bop, you've never heard anybody say that? Uh, no. Oh, man. Oh, I don't man. think I've heard that either. Man, what the fuck is wrong with both of you guys? You need to, you know, at least move into 2018. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this. There... Oh, I see. So you bop your head to it. It's a head bopping song kind of thing. It's very intuitive, guys. Come on. I was going to say, yeah. there are two uh, musicians well, I mean, you could argue three, but there are two musicians that are actual characters in this movie that have very recent bops that have happened. Yes, true. With, with Lizzo I, and Cardi okay, B. I know what, true. I do know, like, it makes sense now. I just have never heard it called a bop. Like, oh, that song's a bop. I've never heard that. Maybe I'm old. That's fine. You are old. And so is Jastin. I'm the youngest one here. Thank you. And Jastin can't say anything because he is the oldest person here. <laughs> Whatever, bro. He's, he's, <laughs> whatever, bro. Whatever, bro. Make you sound younger. You sound so hip and so young, Justin. I know, huh? Whatever, bro. I mean, I can't Dude. say much. I mean, my voice is completely wrecked by cigarettes and whiskey, but it makes me sound older than I am. I think you're okay with that aspect, though. I am. I think you like that you have that deep voice. I do. Yeah. 
Yes. It's that whiskey voice. <laughs> Smooth whiskey. I'm not drinking whiskey tonight. What's the drink of choice? I'm drinking, well, I say I'm not drinking whiskey tonight. There's technically some whiskey elements to it. Um, Because I am trying out that Budweiser copper lager that is aged in Jim Bean barrels. Hmm. It's a little too much and? hype. A little too much hype. Doesn't quite. Okay. I've had some better bourbon aged beers. I'll say that much. Okay. But since I am more of a lager guy, it kind of works out very well for me. But on that note, guys, let's start the episode. Hey, Cinefans, and welcome back to another episode of the Cinema Slayers podcast. If you could not tell by Justin's delightful rendition of his song earlier, we will be talking about the movie Hustlers for you guys. As always, it is Heather, Justin, and I, and we will be talking about what we liked, didn't like, and everything in between about the aforementioned movie Hustlers. We are going to start this off with our main maestro himself. Justin, what did you like about Hustlers? Well, there's um, actually a lot that I liked in this movie. Um, I, I enjoyed this. I really enjoyed this movie a lot. This is, I think, in my list now of just unexpected gems uh, that, that that we have discovered this year, I think. Um, going into this movie, just to give a little background or at least my perspective of it, going into this movie, I really didn't know what to think because I saw the previews and there was just some, you know, there were some beautiful scenes. There were some some things that were th- that were definitely eye-catching in the previews that I saw. And then I saw that J-Lo was in the movie. And I was like, hmm. You know, so I was iffy about it because I was like, oh, it's a J-Lo movie. Oh, no, I'm not sure. Because I don't have, I'm not like the biggest fan of J-Lo's films. I think that might be putting it lightly. Uh, I watched uh, Serena and I enjoyed that. I did enjoy her in that. And there are a couple of movies here and there where she wasn't the worst part of the movie, but I've just had a lot of bad history with J-Lo films, um, especially Geely, The Cell, just to name a few. So, oh God, enough. Yes, enough. Oh my God, enough was so bad. Okay, anyway. So, um... So, so I, I just had a lot of, you know, uh, some of J-Lo's films left a lot of bad taste in my mouth. So uh, initially going in, I, I was kind of like, man, I don't know if I want to watch this or not. Uh, and then I found out we were going to record. And then the reviews started coming in for this film. And man, it was getting so much critical acclaim with the early screenings and early um, critics watching the film. So I was like, okay, what happened here? And and man, um, I will mirror a lot of the same sentiments from the 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 early critic reviews that I saw. The, the, this film is great. I, I thought that this was a very good film. It's an empowering film. It's a, a film that is a very interesting character study that I just didn't know I needed at this time. And 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 going into the film, I thought that it would be more about like you know, the, the, the stripper lifestyle. And I thought that it would try to get, make the um, strippers this, uh, you know, I I figured it would try to get me to cheer for certain people, or it was going to try to say, okay, look, these people that are strippers, look, they're morally, um, they're in a moral area that's beneath you. So you need to root against them, or you're going to need to cheer for these people. I really thought I was going to walk into a bunch of cliches. I thought that it was just going to be this, 
kind of this cornucopia of stuff that I wasn't really interested in. And man, this movie is nothing like that. Constance Wu and J-Lo, I'll start by really just talking about them. Man, they had great chemistry on screen. I just really thought that they both brought it here. They Both of them really just had stellar acting performances. And Constance Wu is Destiny. She's asked to do a lot here as this Destiny character. And man, I really think that she delivered in every scene, in every scene where I felt like I was supposed to be happy or laugh at the scene that came across to me um, anytime that she was going through something or the conversation she was having with her mother in this film or just or any of the conversations with the other strippers of JLo those all those scenes landed for me I, I really liked her as a character and the ups and downs and I thought that they really nailed um, the emotional resonance with that character and JLo I just really can't say enough about her here. I'm going to have to eat crow because my initial impressions of this were wrong. And me looking at her and going, oh, JLo is in this. I'm not sure if I want to see it. I was totally wrong about her because this, to me, is her best acting performance. I think by far, like, like now I haven't seen all the movies. I'm not going to sit here and act like I have, but I know for the longest time, Serena was heralded, heralded as her best performance, or at least one of her best. Well, to me, this is her best one. She was so believable as this Ramona character. And this Ramona character was fascinating to me, like how she controlled everything. She's a very smart, very savvy type of character. And the way that she controlled the atmosphere on stage when she was performing as a stripper is kind of was really a microcosm for how she controlled everything, the way that she was cold and calculating, but also the way that she could be nurturing to all of the other strippers and all of the other girls um, involved in that locker room. She comes off as this very motherly, very nurturing, very um, forgiving and passionate person, but you know that there's this other side and you see this other side. You see this cold, conniving, calculating person and it really is a joy to watch her play this um, complex character. And I'm sorry, I know I said Serena earlier, Selena, sorry <laughs> about that. Wow, I can't talk today. But um, but yes, everybody knows I meant Selena. But no, in this movie, J-Lo absolutely kills. And I mean, her just throughout this film, there were just so many um, parts in this film where really it really was just her acting. I mean, one scene that that really stands out to me, and then I'll get off of J-Lo for a second, is um, the scene towards the end where um, where Destiny, our Constance Wu character, um, tells her she's having to let Ramona know that she took the plea deal and she's going to talk about their activity with ripping off all of these Wall Street guys and stealing money from these guys and drugging them and things like that. Because this story is yeah. being told by a reporter. So she has to admit to Ramona that, hey, I took the plea deal and I am going to talk to the police. I am going to talk to the reporters. And J-Lo didn't have to say it, 
J-Lo didn't have to, there was no narrator. There was nothing that had to, there wasn't even a scene necessarily afterwards or following that to really kind of punctuate the acting that J-Lo did there. But J-Lo at first, there's anger and she sort of lashes out at, um, at destiny in the scene. And then there's a moment of pause where she kind of looks up at the heavens and you can see the conflicting feelings. You can see that she is angry and she is upset with destiny, but you can also see that Ramona cares about this woman, that there's this care and there's this actual love. And there's this sense of camaraderie and friendship for this woman as well. And all of that conflict, was in JLo's face. And I just can't say enough about that. And 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 that's how she was. This was a very layered performance that she just really did so well. So I can't speak enough for how awesome she was in this. Uh, last thing I'll say about it is that this film had some great cinematography, especially in the club and night scenes like man they were so beautifully shot and all of the scenes in a strip club like i have never wanted to be in a strip club more in my life because it was just so <laughs> and that's so weird to say right but not even for the reasons that you think because yes there were beautiful bodies everywhere and you know all of that but man th th there were just some beautifully shot scenes and we talked about um the scene transitions in it. And I know that one time Sterling and I, we, we were talking about crawl and we were talking about the sound editing. Well, in this movie, if I'm going to be the, the technical movie nerd lighting in this movie, my goodness, man, the lighting was just so on point that it stood out to me. Like the way that, that the film manipulated shadows, the way that it used lighting to kind of, whether it wanted to showcase a person's face or a part of their body, or if they were walk entering into a room or exiting, the way it showed up, the, the, it would kind of pan back and there would kind of be this picturesque scene of them approaching a certain person or them dancing on a person or whatever was happening. And the music, the soundtrack is also great in this film, but the music is blaring and the way the light is hitting certain characters and the way the lighting just kind of accentuated, it, it just made everything feel really sexy, really beautiful to look at. And I think that that is a testament to this film. And you can tell that a woman directed this film because this was not about exploiting strippers or making strippers seem like these horrible people or anything like that. This really was about like keeping the actors and the actresses. It really was about, especially the actresses, it was about keeping them sexy and making you the, the, them they were all beautiful they all had personality and they and all of that just kind of stuck out more than the fact that they were stripping so even when they're breaking the law and even when they're they're doing these underhanded things and drugging these wall street guys which i mean who has love or who's rooting for the, the 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 Wall Street people that caused the stock market crash and all of that kind of stuff. I mean, th those aren't exactly guys that we're rooting for. But man, the with, with the way that they developed their characters and the way they made Ramona JLo's character so savvy and calculating, and the way that they tell Constance Wu's story of this woman who just wants to 
be independent and fend for herself and that story of the ups and downs and trying to be independent but having but also learning that you do have friends and you do have friendships that you depend on all of that was so appealing and i was so intrigued by all of that you almost forget that these people are breaking the law or that these people are strippers or whatever may be caught up in your mind so bravo to the movie for that and um sterling and i and heather just were talking about how um a lot of critics are saying that this mirrored goodfellas or that this reminded them of goodfellas and i can totally see that as far as taking this lifestyle and making it sexy, making it extravagant, making it so compelling, and then telling this compelling stories of characters. But I mean, just just everything that these women were, the attitudes that they had. It, I even liked the Christmas scene. There was a Christmas scene where they were all like at the table with their families and everything like that, or just people that were important in their lives. And even that was a great scene. It did kind of remind me of some of the extravagance that you would see the mobsters or the people having Godfather or Goodfellas, but it was like their version of that, just that homely kind of version of that and showing like the 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 benefits of the spoils, so to speak, when they were doing this. So uh, all in all, and then the movie, last thing I'll say, and I know I said that a while ago, but this is for it for real. It, the movie ends with an, in, uh, with an empowering kind of message as well, because you're waiting on somebody to turn on somebody. You're waiting on there to be this sort of thing where, okay, they get punished and they split up and things to end horribly, but it really doesn't happen. It, 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 it ends in this very kind of empowering way. And it kind of shows that despite everything that they were doing, there was this real friendship and there was this sort of empowering thing about the camaraderie and the bonds that these women had. So all in all, I was, this was totally an unexpected surprise for me. And those are a few of the things that I definitely enjoyed about the film. I'm glad you corrected yourself about Selena. Heather, what did you like about this movie? <laughs> yeah, I actually agree. I was surprised by it. I did want to see it either way, uh, just because the concept of it was pretty interesting. And I'm not going to lie, I'm a huge JLo fan. And not just, not because I think that, you know, her movies are fantastic or anything. I just love JLo. Like, <laughs> I think she's awesome as a person and as an entertainer. And just, she's just a fun, entertaining person to watch and everything like that. So I love JLo. So I was, I was looking forward to this movie. And I agree. I think that it probably is her best performance that she, uh, that she's done. And I know that, you know, there's certain, there's some people saying, you know, there's like early, you know, Oscar buzz about her performance and everything, which sure, fine. But I think if anybody needs to be getting some kind of Oscar buzz, it kind of needs to be Constance Wu, because I think she was amazing in this film. She was like, just she had to play so many different dynamics in her character and i think she kind of was the primary character in a way because it was kind of her telling the story of what happened it was from her perspective and just kind of seeing her struggles that she went through and why she was doing it seeing her motivations so clearly and i think they did a really great job too of just making it where nobody was um Nobody was ashamed of what they were doing either, which was kind of cool because, you know, you hear about strippers and then they get a bad rap and all these things. And they were all just very proud of what they did. And that was an interesting take on it. It wasn't like they felt like 
they need to be ashamed of it, really. You know, they were just very much like, this is what we do, you know, and they were totally cool with it because they're like, we pay for the things we want. We have a good lifestyle. We take care of our kids, like all of that. And they were just completely not ashamed. And I like that they took that approach with it because... There are some there are some women who have that job and they're just like, this is what I want to do. And that's kind of showing that group of people that are just like, yeah, this is what we're doing. So, yeah, um, I just I really did like Constance Wu a lot in this film. And you could just see her um, just how much she wanted to be Ramona. Basically, she wanted to be at that status that Ramona was always at. She wanted to have the life she had. She wanted to just be like her. She looked up to her a lot as a mentor type of thing or a big sister. And that relationship, you could just see how important that was to both of them. But it showed a lot in how they told the story in this movie, which was really cool, too. Um, I mean, I just it was it really was a story of friendship. I think a lot and it was it was well played. I mean, and Justin, that's a good point that you made about at the end. It was like nobody really turned on anybody. You know, it was just what it was. And it was just telling the story of what happened. And you can tell they all still cared very deeply for each other, um, even in the midst of what was going on. And, um, you know, JLo, she just was very charismatic, I think is the word for her character. Very charismatic, very much like she knew how to get what she wanted, but also seemed very sincere about it. And I think she was in a lot of ways, especially when it came to the other women that she worked with and took under her wing. I think she really did care about them, but she just knew how to work the system and she knew how to get what she wanted. And she was smart and she played that role super well. And um, this movie was good at making everything like you said, it was like a sexy movie. It made everybody seem sexy even if they're not someone you necessarily would see that way. Like, <laughs> I mean, I think Constance Wu is beautiful, but I mean, to be like, you know what? She should be in a stripper movie. I don't know if I would have said that before this. And same with Lily Reinhardt, who was great in this. But I mean, I know her from Riverdale and I'm like, okay, I guess they're putting her in a stripper movie, but she did a great job too. Like everybody really, really did a great job. I have no really issues with the performances in this. Um... I mean, Cardi B, for what she did, she was only in it for like five minutes, <laughs> but she did a fine job of what she was supposed to be doing. Um, I do also agree the music was great. And I know it took place um, kind of earlier in the 2000s or maybe like mid 2000s. But yeah, like the music they played did line up with the time of when everything happened and everything went down. So I thought it was cool that they did that. And yeah, it was great music. I loved the Usher scene. <laughs> I thought that was great just because they did a great job of making it seem so fabulous. Like you hear her talking to the reporter about, you know, the life was fabulous and everything was amazing. And just it was almost like a dream sequence how they played it with that part of the movie. And it was really cool because that's kind of how it seemed. The way she described it, the way they showed it, it just seemed like it was a huge dream. And you see Usher coming in, like throwing money at people, <laughs> like all the strippers dancing for him. And she was like, you know, that was the last great day. And I think that the way that they shot that scene really, really drove home that point of 
that being like the most perfect day for them. So I thought that scene was really well done. And I also, I think the costumes were great. I mean, you know, it's it's a strip club, so you got to be flashy. You got to be showy. You got to show off a lot of yourself and whatever. But great costumes. I thought the costumes were great. I wanted to know what they were going to be wearing. Like, it was just all really good. Um, I also like just how... It really was a story of independence as well, because if you think about it, not a lot of these women, it wasn't really about them and their codependence on any kind of a relationship that they were in, really. It was kind of them all taking care of themselves. And I thought that was really cool to do it that way. I mean, you know, being in relationships here and there, it was part of some of their stories, but it wasn't anybody's main part of their story. It was more about the women with each other and taking care of their kids and their families. So I thought that was really cool that they kind of drove that as like the driving force behind these women. Um, what else was there? I was going to say, um, no, I mean, I think honestly the casting was really great too, because <laughs> I remember when this first came out and I heard that Julia Stiles was going to be in it. And I was kind of thrown off because I was like, Julia Stiles doesn't strike me as the type of like, let me play a character in a stripper movie either. <laughs> So I was like, what are they going to do with her character? Like, is she going to be one of the strippers? Like, who's she going to be? And then she's the reporter and she's great at that. Like, I love Julia Stiles, too. She's been one of my favorites for a long time. And I love her. But I was just like, how does she fit into this movie? And she was great as the reporter. Like, you just see all this look of really trying to figure out what's happening when Destiny's telling her story. And she's just like what (laughs) but at the same time she really feels for them and she really is like hearing what you're telling me like I don't blame you for doing what you did so that was she was really great too I don't I just think all of the casting decisions were really well done and it was kind of surprising because it just because other than J-Lo in this movie I mean none of them were like a clear like yeah obviously that who that's who needs to play that character but all of them were so perfect for it, I think. So, yeah, and they just really all had clear motivation for why they were doing what they wanted to do mostly. And just the back and forth dynamic of Destiny and Ramona was so um, captivating because they, for the most part, they're, they get along so well and they're like sisters almost and all these things. But even when they have fights, it's like, it really is kind of like family at that point because it's like they fight and then the next day it's like it never happened and they really played that part off well, too. So and I do like that you mentioned, Justin, that scene at the end where um, Destiny tells Ramona, you know, that she took the deal. That was a great scene. It really was a great scene. So both of them really acted well at that. And even more than just the c- conflict of I love this person and she's my friend. And there's that connection there. Her also understanding. I know why she did this. She did this because she's a mom. And she cares for her daughter. And that's why she did it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was also a huge part of showing, like, this is why I can't really be mad at her, but I can be at the same time. And that's uh, that was a beautiful way to show it, how J-Lo did it, because she's like, she repeated back that line to her about, you know, being a mom is a mental illness or motherhood is mental illness. And I think that even probably just as much as it was about their friendship and how sad she was and maybe betrayed she felt by her friend, but how much she loved her friend. She was like, I really can't argue with you for why you did this because I probably would have done it too. That's kind of the attitude that she gave about it. And I really, I like that they made it something that you felt like she understood it. And even at the end too, when she's, you hear her conversations with um, the reporter, with Julia Stiles, you hear her talking to her and she never says a bad thing about destiny 
you know, she's just like, she really cares for her like it's her own. And that was a really well done scene too. So yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I think it really worked super well how they did everything. I didn't really know what to expect going in, but just like you said, Justin, it was really a pleasant surprise for me. Well, for me, and I think I think some other things I liked about it are going to drastically differ from you guys because of this uh, of a slightly more unique perspective that I have when it comes to this one aspect of the film that I really enjoyed. And that would be the fact that I really loved that this movie showed how just being like a white successful male in America. And it really just kind of shows you right away that minorities are just willing to take advantage of you and how hard it could be to do these things and to just live your life. You need to stop right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you better cut that now, sir. All right, I'll stop. I <laughs> Wow. Wow. Who took over Sterling's body? This is crazy. No, that's not really how I feel. But I, I do have some things, though, that I did like about this movie. Um, I disagree with you guys slightly a little bit, and it's, it's a minute way, um, where I do agree that J-Lo's performance was surprising because she doesn't always show us that she can live up to this level of acting and stuff like that. But I'm actually going to argue that Constance Wu was just not surprising at all in this movie and, and was just kind of regular in a way. And I mean that, and I do mean that in a positive way, because y you won't find a bigger Constance Wu fan out there than me. And she brought to the table exactly what I expect Constance Wu to bring to the table when she's doing anything. I mean... She was just already at her peak level. And that's just where I kind of live um, with my fandom and expectations with Constance Wu. Uh, she's just always like A plus every time she's in something because she's just the best. Uh, I will say that I was kind of surprised a little more with uh, what's her name? Lily Reinhardt and uh, Kiki Palmer because I haven't seen much of them uh that would make me think that they would have truly a lot of depth to them um, with, with certain aspects of acting. I'm not trying to call them bad actors or anything like that. I'm just saying I haven't really seen what how much range they have in most of the stuff I've seen them in. You know, what most of what, with Kiki Palmer, I think most of what I've seen her in is what, Scream Queens? And uh, yeah. with Lily Reinhardt, it would be uh, Riverdale. And while I am a huge fan of season one of Riverdale... I don't really care for anything else they've done since then. <laughs> and there are times in that show, even in season one, that her her acting did feel a little forced. And because of this movie, I'm now looking at it uh, in a way that I don't blame her for how she was acting in Riverdale as much as I'm now thinking, oh, fuck, that must have been some really garbage-ass writing then and some just garbage-ass scenarios because she does have the ability to kind of effortlessly uh, play some of those emotional ranges that seem forced on Riverdale. So I do feel bad that I've had those preconceived notions about her acting abilities because of just pretty much anything else I've seen her in, and that really is just Riverdale. So now I know it's Riverdale's fault and not hers. So uh, Riverdale, fix your shit. Let Lily Reinhardt do some shit because she can do it. Um, I loved, I loved the the smaller roles that like uh, Lizzo and uh, Cardi B had. I thought they were great. Um, because it didn't feel they didn't feel like they were just oh you know we want some big name musicians in here so let's you know just get them uh to be 
you know, just these, you know, random characters you see. No, they were, while they were small parts, they were, they were fully developed characters. Yeah. And, 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 and both of them did fantastic jobs in portraying that. And to me, that's one of the, the greatest things about this movie is the nuance that this movie has, which there are a ton of characters that you see just little bits of and just, you know, you you just see glimpses of them here and there. And this movie does a fantastic job of still making them feel like full, like complete characters. They might just be in the background, but it's not like they're just... It doesn't feel like they're in the background to be in the background for being in the background's sake. It feels like in the, they're in the background just because that's the role of the character at that moment. And they just still feel real. And that's something a lot of movies have a hard time achieving. And this movie does a fantastic job of just keeping everything so grounded and so authentic with a lot of the things. I'm sure there were some embellishments on the story because this is supposedly based on a true story, which that can mean any number of things. That could just mean that somebody heard the story of strippers giving people ketamine, knocking them out and stealing their shit. That could be the only thing they heard and they could, you know, make the claims they are. So the 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 fact that there are, like I said, it probably is some embellishment and stuff like that, but they were still able to make it feel authentic to me is a testament to the script and the director on those aspects of it. And one scene that I was actually worried that was going to get ruined was that there's a scene that they show in the trailer of where uh, Constant... Constance Wu's uh, character Destiny and Lily Reinhardt and Kiki Palmer, they have to take a guy to the hospital um, because he's drugged out of his mind and jumps off a roof and shit. So they have to get this guy to the hospital. And, you know, they show the scene where they're trying to get him out and all this other stuff. And Constance Wu's character notices that, you know, there's medical personnel and stuff like that. So she just starts screaming, you know, that her husband's, you know, needs help and all this other stuff. And they rush over and they grab him and all this other stuff. And as soon as they're like out, of eye shot she instantly goes like straight faced again and gets in the car and goes and i thought the trailer was going to ruin that and i have to say like seeing it within the full context of the movie and seeing you know that aspect of that character's wit to do that especially you know in the face of they have a real medical emergency with this guy they're you know robbing and on top of that JLo's character is just completely MIA in a time of need and it was that calm cool collected uh, determination of the character destiny that makes that that scene just even that much better when you see it in the full context of what's actually going on through that whole part and also kudos to Usher for actually being in the movie for that scene um at first i was like oh that guy looks a lot like usher but that's not really him he's not actually going to be in this movie for that and then as the scene plays out you're just like oh fuck no that's usher like that (laughs) is him um he is recreating a time he was at a strip club uh i thought that was really cool just a nice little you know tidbit um that they just kind of threw on there but i mean other than that i i just agree a lot with what you guys have said already and just kind of wanted to expand on a couple of things with it. But uh, overall, no, I think this movie did uh, a really good job with a lot of aspects of how they handled the characters and stuff like that. So very much a kudos to the movie Hustlers. So any other likes before we go to dislikes, guys? No, and just to say something about Julia Stiles, because Heather had mentioned her. Yeah, I, I'm another person who is also a fan of Julia Stiles. So 
um, ever since Save the Last Dance, I just remember watching that movie <laughs> and being like, man, she's really cool. And I always like, anytime I see her in a movie, which she's not in them as often, and you know, she was in the Bourne movies and there, she's been in some stuff here and there. But every time I see her, I'm like, oh, cool. Julia Stiles is in this. Okay, cool. And she was great in the air, even though she didn't have a lot of scenes. The scenes that she had, she just really did knock them out of the park. And one that stands to mind was whenever they're um, after Constance is telling her the story about how they were drugging guys and tapping the drinks and everything like that. And then it comes back to her and she's accepted this coffee from destiny and there's this hesitation <laughs> to drink the coffee and there's kind of this look in her eyes and for a moment she's like like yeah. is this <laughs> does this has this been tampered with so that was just a great scene and it got a laugh from everybody in the theater and like you guys said uh cardi b that scene where they're trying to teach destiny how to dance on a guy hilarious scene and that's all i wanted to say is i didn't say anything about how funny the movie was there are a lot of scenes that made me laugh in this movie whether it was just an 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 actor and and their attitude and the way they delivered a line or just how they did it with some pizzazz or some sassiness or even just situations like that things that yes a person would have things that you just don't think about like a person that's new to this would have to learn how to do something like that how to kind of entice these guys yeah. and things like that and seeing kind of the bumps in the road of that that was hilarious it's something you don't think about but you could imagine yes this is something that a a first-time stripper would have to know so that th that was pretty cool too throughout the movie yeah i actually i think that whole scene of them at their christmas party that they were doing i loved that whole scene because you really feel like that's a family like that's a, a group of people that just really know each other and have so much fun together. I loved that scene. It was a really, it was so funny. Like when uh, Ramona's just getting to know uh, Destiny's grandma and like everybody's just really getting comfortable with each other. It was really well done. And I thought that was funny. And another funny thing that I saw in the movie, which just because I was like, okay, whatever. It was when they were, um, it was, I guess, right after the whole crash and everything had happened. And um, J-Lo is in the room with a guy. And then there's another guy that has two girls. And then he pays J-Lo to leave because he's like, yeah, we're just not feeling it. And I'm like, whoever is not feeling J-Lo? Like, I'm like, what is wrong with you? It was just so weird to me. I'm like, I'm like, I'm feeling J-Lo. I mean, come on. Are you insane? Like, especially when you see that opening number with her on that pole. I'm like, this woman is like a perfect woman. Like, you people have to be crazy. So I just thought that was funny that he's like, yeah, we're just not feeling it. And I'm like, really? You're not feeling it? Something's probably wrong with you then because she looks better than like both of those girls combined. So I thought that was funny. No, like I think I even the person that I, the people that I was watching it with, I think I looked at one of them when that scene happened and I went, that guy is insane because like, yeah, <laughs> like the same thing. He's dumb. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say about JLo is like you said, that opening scene, but the fact that she could do all of that like that that was not a stunt double that the, there was right. another person there doing that like the scene also right after that 
where she's like showing Constance these moves on the pole. And that is her doing all of that. And I was like, man, if she can be in this kind of shape in this kind of condition at 50 years old, what is my excuse? You know, it was kind of, I don't even, you know, I know it was motivating to me. Like, like, like not that I want to go dancing on a pole, but just the physical ability that she had. And then the training that she must've gone through to be able to do those scenes. So it really was a, a body of work, like no no pun intended, but man, she just, everything, <laughs> she had it. Like the body, she had it. She was able to do the athletic things you got to do on a pole. And I've seen some of those dancer routines and I know girls who go to like, they do that for exercise. And man, those those sessions are no joke, man. You got to have great balance. You got to have a great sense of power in your legs and your arms to be able to hang up there. It, it is not easy to do that kind of stuff. So yeah, that's another thing that just stood out about her performance is what it must have taken to be this Ramona person, you know? Yeah, and apparently she asked Cardi B for advice on how to do some of the stuff. <laughs> I was like, she's going to Cardi B for some help. That's kind of awesome. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you go to Cardi B in that situation, though? I mean, that's true. I just feel like her background. It makes sense. True. I just feel like JLo just already knows how to do everything perfectly. So <laughs> just surprised me. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that one scene you guys were talking about, um, it didn't seem weird to me, though, that they did that. Because the whole point of that scene was, oh, well, these two Russian girls are going to fuck us. And J-Lo isn't. So. Oh, I get, yeah. All right. I guess that's true. Because they were but talking I'm... about how that was the time period in which after the the crash that the Russian girls showed up and that they would do anything for some money. So I guess, but I guess I just didn't see that there was a clear indication that she gave the impression that she wouldn't, even though she wouldn't. You know what I mean? So I guess, okay, that makes sense. I just didn't see that. Okay. In those dance scenes, when the guy was trying to put her hands or his hands on her, she was like, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. She was adhering to the more, you know, look, don't touch aspects of the, you know, of the lap dance while the right. two Russian girls were like, oh no, you can do whatever you want because you're going to pay us money. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. I see. So that scene was not crazy to me because they were showing the change of the mentality of the strip club clientele and the mentality of the new girls that was also feeding into that at the time. And that was more or less showing her that she no longer has that role and that power that she had before after yeah. that change. Yeah. Alrighty, on to the dislike. Well, the characterizations and the performances and even what Justin was saying with the cinematography and the lighting and, you know, the dancing and well, all that was great. I do feel like this movie had problems a little when it came to pacing and kind of tying together some scene. Like it really felt um, when it came to some of the scene transitions, they just kind of felt overtly jumpy sometimes like almost like they had you know they filmed some scenes and like there was some stuff you know that they filmed that was between some scenes and they just didn't like them or didn't want it or they had to cut it down for timing or something and so it made some of those transitions like a little abrupt when i think originally they weren't filmed or ever meant to originally be uh some of those scenes weren't meant to be back to back to each other um 
And then when it comes to pacing at times, I do think with it narratively speaking, it was very close and very borderline to almost getting a little too repetitive at times when it would come to the whole, uh, with the way they would show the drugging scenes and stuff like that. It didn't feel like they were trying to show us a montage of those scenes or anything like that. To me, it showed that they were trying to do like narrative steps in that instead of kind of montaging it together. And when they did that, I think it got a little choppy and a little rough with those aspects. And I mean, I get why they did that. They wanted to show kind of how uh, prolific they were with those. I don't know how to say that fucking word, apparently. Um, I can hear it. I just can't say it. Uh, Prolific. But it didn't, it didn't, yes, that word. We'll just go with what Justin just said. And I just don't feel like they were always, they they were showing them the right way with I guess how they did that um because when they were doing those scenes or when they added the new girl that uh JLo had taken under her wing and uh who was a huge drug addict and all this other stuff and they started to have problems with those I feel like a lot of those scenes and showing like Constance Wu and JLo like bickering about that character or just Constance Wu talking about that character uh, just was borderline repetitive because it didn't it didn't come across always that like new situations were happening and so they were bickering bickering about a long term problem. Uh, it just kind of felt like they took every chance they got during that part of the movie to kind of constantly force that inevitable divide that they wanted to portray between Constance and and Ramona. It just with how authentic so much of the movie was the repetitive nature of that didn't come across as authentic as it could have or should have been they should have it it didn't feel like long time bickering with those aspects of it so just things like that kind of just threw me off uh when it came to the way they were telling the story because while the characters were good the story was good overall the acting and the lighting and all these other technical aspects were 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 great you could just kind of feel a little bit of the i don't want to say uncertainty but i guess maybe the 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 director almost took on more than she was ready for i'm not saying she did i'm just saying that she might have been a little too green um at times when it comes to some of those aspects of it i think overall she did an utterly fantastic job and for as i don't want to say as big as this movie is but in a way it is because constance Wu is kind of a rising star and then you have somebody like j-lo who is utterly worldwide massive as a part of your movie and you know that's a lot of pressure to deliver um that especially whilst keeping the vision of what you want to actually get across and i think at times like i said she might have been a little too green with some aspects of it but i don't think it detracts enough from this movie for it to ultimately you know be that big of a negative but it was just something i noticed and i think that this director will be better prepared for uh in future um, endeavors when it comes to making these movies. All right, Heather, what did you not like about this movie? I think that is an interesting perspective that you say about the pacing of it and everything, because that actually might, I think you're right, that might be just kind of the the weakest point of this movie, because there weren't really a whole lot of weak things about it. It was very well made in general. I think, yeah, I mean, a couple of things for me that I was kind of like, they, that they could have tied up a little bit better were, for one, with the whole thing about the drugs and how they made the drugs and everything. 
part of me is kind of like, how did they know how to do that? I mean, I know that I think Destiny was, um, you know, she was going to school and everything. I don't know what she was doing school for unless I missed that. But um, but yeah, Ramona's character. I'm just kind of like, how does she already know how to do this? Like, how did she learn how to do this mix and everything? And I think it would have been a cool scene to see where she came up with that or how she how she learned about that. Just because then you would be able to see a scene where she's like, hmm, you know, like her wheels are turning about like, oh, this could be a good plan. I think that would have been a good scene to add in it to maybe um, add a little bit more to that story and that aspect of how that became what they did in this situation. And also just the kind of the dissolving of the the relationship and the friendship between Ramona and Destiny, it almost felt sudden in a way because, yeah, it didn't really show too much of like a bickering and too much of a back and forth. I mean, you see a couple of glimpses when Destiny starts to be like, hmm, something's up here. Ramona's not quite the same. And then it goes right into full on just not talking or whatever. And it just, it, it kind of... I think should have been paced better just because of the fact that that friendship and that relationship was such a strong and important part of the story. I think they should have probably um, added to that or just kind of shown that side of it differently when they do kind of have a falling out because it didn't really, it wasn't a strong point of, oh, I guess they just hate each other now or something like that. Like even when, you know, even when she, they confront each other after the police station and Destiny admits that she's going to, you know, take the deal. It was, that was probably the best moment of showing that because you see the love and the anger at the same time, but it was a very short lived scene. And if they had maybe done little smaller moments of that throughout their friendship to show how delicate it was or how uh, volatile it could be, it might have been a little bit better in developing that to make that at the end there a little bit more emotional, maybe, than it was. Not that it wasn't emotional, but just maybe driven it home more. And then at the end, when you see Ramona talking to the reporter about you know, keeping um, Destiny's picture with her and just everything that she felt about her. And she was kind of expressing that when she was talking to the reporter, it just would have driven it home a little bit more as to, yeah, we fight because we're like family, but we love each other. And I just, that volatile relationship, I think it could have, they could have stood to add a little bit more of that between them in the story to make it a little bit better. So honestly, those are my only things. I think like you said, the pacing of it or just kind of adding in a little bit more on places where it would have made sense to expand on the story would have been better. But otherwise, yeah, I think that's all I got. Justin, your turn. Go. And um, I, I definitely understand what you guys mean by the pacing and, uh, and, and different things like that. And honestly, some of the things you guys talked about were some of the exact things I was going to say. I think that the first act probably uh, or maybe or just a little bit beyond that 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 first half of the movie i think is wonderful it almost just has no flaws like the introductions the the opening scene that that j-lo had as the ramona character the stuff with constance Wu kind of being dazzled by this world that she's in and stuff like that and the learning and them becoming uh and the camaraderie and the friendship that and the sisterhood that kind of grows between those two characters and all of that stuff all of that stuff was great it was well paced and we're in the club a lot so there are all these beautiful shots and there are all these beautiful scenes 
but I think where this movie is weak is in the middle. And I feel like that's kind of some of the things that you guys were talking about because in the middle, like Sterling alluded to the, the, the scenes where when we get to the drugs, it's almost like when we flash forward to 2008, I believe is where we kind of have to split up and then we started getting into the drugs and stuff like that. And I feel like once it did that, you, you're, you're getting these scenes outside of the club and they just weren't as interesting or as extravagant or as compelling to look at. And that's just the truth, which you can't have every scene in a club with lighting and all of that stuff and the music. But I, but those scenes to me stuck, stuck out like a sore thumb because the other scenes were just so compelling and so extravagant and stuff like that. So when we didn't have any strippers and we're just at a school or we're just at a, a building and they're talking, you, you know, those scenes just seemed remarkably, they seemed to uh, just contrast the other scenes. And there wasn't enough, I think, happening in those scenes to really like, make you to make those anywhere near as compelling as what we saw in the first kind of 40 50 minutes of the film and then the scenes where they are drugging guys sterling is totally right it was just too dang repetitive and it was almost like shot for shot the same thing the stripper talking to guy then it pans over these are my these are my uh sisters pans over J-Lo and the other and the other strippers walking sexy into the room and now everybody's partying they knock the guy out and then that just repeats and I mean it's even in the same they're sitting in the guy is sitting in the same uh on the same bar stool at, right at the same location at the bar and I think maybe if you had mixed some of those scenes up, if there could have been at some different locations, if maybe one extravagant bar or yeah. some famous bar, like if we had just dressed those scenes up and made them feel different or be different, maybe if um, there were, uh, you know, different strippers doing the enticing. So you got to see a little bit of every stripper style and maybe like, uh, you know, the way Constance Wu would do it would be different from the way J-Lo did it, would be different from the way, you know, Cardi B's character would do it. So I don't know. I think there were opportunities there to maybe dress those scenes up and make them feel different, even though we're watching the same thing. But it didn't seem like the director or the film was interested in doing that. So yeah, the scenes totally felt repetitive. I mean, one of my friends that I watched it with, he said he was about to walk out of the movie because he kept seeing the same he kept seeing the same scene over and over and he was like if this happens one more time and there's nothing different about it he told us afterwards he was thinking <laughs> in his head like if this happens one more time and nothing different happens the, the the story doesn't transition i'm walking out like he told us that after he he almost walked out because of that, like because of how repetitive that uh, middle portion got. And I don't know if I'd go that far, but he didn't really enjoy the movie as much as uh, uh, the other people I went with. But he did make that point. Like he totally was annoyed by the repetitiveness of those scenes. So I think that is something worth pointing out. And then kind of what Heather was saying, like the development with certain things like 
how did they know how to make these drugs or where did she get that from? And the Ramona character is a character that I wanted more background on. How did she become this savvy kind of conniving person that what led to this epiphany or what like like they talked about it like how she looked around and she was like you know what there are all these bad people and stuff like that and they're getting over on everybody well we need to get over and i get that part of her resolve and the epiphany that she had but I wish I would have known more about her motivations beyond that. There was a little story she told about she was living with this guy and she looked around and she realized that all of her stuff was like in this one little bitty place. And it was kind of like this moment of she was like, I don't own anything. I don't have anything. So there was that little bit of a story, but it would have been nice to see that. It would have been nice to kind of see where that prime motivation came from or where it was. I get the character that she was. They did enough to show what what Ramona was today, but I really needed to see, I think, a little bit more of the past to kind of know, okay, this is how she derived to this character. So that was something that they that they didn't seem very interested in doing that I would have appreciated. So just something I would have liked to see. Who knows if it would have necessarily uh, I'm not saying that would have just made the movie perfect, but that was something that I would have liked to have seen. It's just some some more of how they derived to those things. But but yeah, those would be the main things, man. But yeah, I do agree with you guys. The middle portion is probably the weakest portion of the film. We're going to have to talk after the podcast. I want to know who that was that said that. Um, okay. <laughs> but any final thoughts, guys, before before our normal final thoughts? Nah, man, we good. All right. Now on to recommendations and scores. Justin. Well, do I recommend this? Uh, yes, I'm going to say yes, I do. Um, especially if you're someone who likes like the crime type of, cause that's kind of what this is to me. This is very much like one of those organized. It, it really felt like an organized crime drama. I know that some people are comparing it to like a caper movie and stuff like that. But I really saw this as kind of something more like an organized crime. And I keep hearing the comparisons to Goodfellas. So if you're somebody that you like those kinds of films, you liked Goodfellas, Scarface, The Godfather, things like that. I think that this is kind of a spirit animal of those uh, types of films. Um, now, now this is very much, uh, girl power, female empowerment. This is a very empowering movie, I think, for women especially, because there's just a lot of those messages in there and the importance of uh, uh, the importance of being a mom, the the sisterhood that women often have with each other and the friendships that they make and just how powerful and sexy that the the that the uh, that the presentation that that this film carries is that kind of presentation. So I do think, that it's a very empowering film in that way. So I definitely recommend it, especially if you're someone who is a fan of that genre of film. It really is just that, but we're, we're in the confines of these characters that are in this lifestyle, in this strip of lifestyle. So, and it, and it was based on a true story. This did happen to a degree. So it's very interesting. Uh, it, it's a very interesting story. So I think for all of that, uh, I do recommend it. Um, as far as a score, um, I am going to give this 80 
scenes of Cardi B <laughs> um, awkwardly dancing on someone trying to teach Destiny how to properly grind on a guy to make money out of a hundred. I thought that this was good. I do think that this is a surprise gem of the year and probably one of the better movies I've seen all year. Heather, your turn. What is your recommendation and score for this movie? I do recommend this. I I mean, for me, I feel like it's a super fun thing to watch with, with the ladies. <laughs> Just to go out and have a good time, like with your girls or something. I think it's fun to watch. Um, I do recommend it also just because I think it is well made in general. Like it's a good example of how to use all the elements you can to make a good movie, not just one element of, oh, good acting or, oh, good storytelling or, oh, good cinematography. It's kind of all there, which is really cool to see in a movie like this. And um, just also because it's J-Lo's best performance to date. So I think that as we're seeing it just for that and to see her in her awesome costumes looking awesome doing pole dancing. So why not, you know? Um, I actually am going to have a very similar score to Jastin. <laughs> I actually was going to also give it 80, 80 scenes of Lizzo making it rain while playing the flute out of 100 because that was amazing. For me, I'm, I'm definitely going to say I, that I recommend uh, watching this movie. I think overall, the things we've touched on, the the characters, the the acting, the cinematography the dancing the lighting all of that is 100 percent worth it um and i don't know if you're gonna find uh like a better example of that with from this big of a movie um this year in a lot of ways i think this is definitely uh one of the year's uh better films um it's not the best because you know that's john wick but it's it's definitely up there with the caliber of the things that it excels at it excels at better than a lot of movies this year and a lot of movies in a lot of years um i'm definitely expecting to see at least a few names uh, associated with this movie uh, represented in some way, shape, or form at the Academy Awards. I don't know if I'm going to go as far as to saying that, like, oh, J-Lo deserves an uh, Academy Award nomination or something like that. Um, I'm just going to say that I do expect this movie to turn up around award season. I was very much on the border of what I was going to give this score for this movie, but I think I'm going to end up... We'll just go ahead and do a Cinema Slayers first. I'm going to give this... 80 sassy grandmothers at Christmas time out of 100. Wow. All three, same score. First time ever. Even across, across the, board. the board. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's like I said, I was kind of on the border of that anyway, where, you know, is probably anywhere from like a, you know, 78 to an 82. It just would depend on what time you asked me what I would think about it at that moment. So, yeah, I was more or less thinking, why not cut the difference? Just give it that straight 80 anyway. And then you guys said 80. And I was like, man, I don't want us to be lame and all give it the same score. But then at the same time, I have to be, you know, we kind of have to be a little bit real with how we're going to talk about it and all this other stuff. So if I was already planning on splitting the difference anyway, we might as well all keep it the same and be boring like that. But on that note, guys, thank you for listening to the episode. Check us out on the internet cinemaslayers.com check us out on facebook cinemaslayers podcast check us out on twitter 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 and instagram which is cinema underscore slayers uh we've got a lot of fun stuff coming your way we're gonna start uh probably keeping you guys a little bit more um 
Oh, I don't know what word I was looking for. We will let you guys, we will keep you guys more informed of the movies and topics we are going to be coming out with uh, a little more, especially coming into this winter season because you're going to end up getting uh, a lot of movies that are going to be like coming out on the same day. And we might do one episode and you're like, man, I really wish Cinema Slayers was going to do this other episode. And it turns out like that that's a bonus or next week's or something like that. So we'll put those up on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those things as we do those just to kind of keep you guys uh, posted on that. Um, I do know our main episode for next week will be the Brad Pitt, Tommy Lee Jones sci-fi extravaganza of Ad Astra. So keep your eyes and ears uh, open for that. And remember guys, what I said earlier was a joke and according to Justin, Moon Knight is a Best Picture winner. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) 